Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. It's untitled for now. We don't really know we don't really know what's what's happening. My name is Luigi. My um, name is Matias. Sorry, Luigi, for interrupting you. Go ahead. I was gonna introduce you, but Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. So I got excited. We got a we got a longtime friend of mine. Known each other since uh, high school. Done a lot of dumb shit together. He then found Jesus Christ. <laughs> We all find him at one point. <laughs> Mine was when I did crap. And then we <laughs> And then we have another guest here. He is a football estrella. He uh, I don't speak Spanish. Translation is football star, yeah. soccer he, star. Actually. He comes from the far land of Leesburg, Virginia. No, first of all. Yeah, right. Even further. Yeah. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Kevin Connell, aka the Mies 21, as some may better know me as. Ooh, ooh. Gotta get closer. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's recording. Alright, so, Matias, you're going into school for your PhD, got in a Duke. What are you, uh, what are you getting your PhD in? Yeah, um, yeah, so, it's a PhD in romance studies that includes, uh, Romance languages and literatures, and I'll be focusing specifically on Italian literature and Spanish literature. My interests um, are not only, they're not strictly literature, but I'm very interested in immigration, uh, specifically from Italy to Latin America in the early 20s. So, we'll see, and then I think it's a very hot topic right now, something that I'd like to focus on to understand more uh, migration cycles, immigration, immigration, uh, immigrants and their own stories. Uh, me, myself, I'm an immigrant, and so it's a very personal topic that I want to enter. I like that. I like that. I respect that. Kevin, give us a little bit of uh, background on you, aside from the fact that you fucking killed it in the soccer field for uh, Loudoun Valley football. With uh, with, uh well, Valley what, first. Valley first. And remember, remember where the fuck you came from. Don't you ever forget it. <laughs> remember uh, that broad run 8-0, Kevin? Oh. <laughs> Two goals by me. Do oh. you remember that? <laughs> it's on YouTube, yeah, everyone. It's on me. A fan favorite. That's a podcast. Great yeah. Uh, we'll have to get him on as a guest in the future. Uh, let's see. A background for me. Um, yeah, so I am from Percival. Went to Woodgrove. Went to the University of Alabama, where I... I uh, studied in journalism, communication studies. Uh, went around the block doing journalism things, so uh, primarily nice. in sports. Um, now I've transitioned a little bit, and now I'm a digital producer at AARP in D.C. Uh, I've been there almost a full year now. Just seeing where things go with me and where things progress, but that's where my career is now. As a 26-year-old going on 27. You had a, a very difficult day at work, right? About four months ago where you worked from home, you worked remotely, and then at 10 a.m. you went to watch the Joker for the uh, matinee. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. During work hours? So before the era of coronavirus, <laughs> I was working at from home at times. You know, not every day. Usually once a week. Usually a Friday, you know, get that three-day weekend started early. Yeah. And then, you know, what's the, what's the best time to go to a movie theater? When Matinees, there's no one there. Exactly. No one's there. The cheapest prices. You can just watch in peace. So I thought, you know, 
two hours. No one's going to miss me. I can get away with it and come back. So there was one time, yes, when Joker, very well-documented, well-known movie, <laughs> possibly best picture, best picture nominee. I went there. Shout out Logan Hughes. Headed over to Tyson's. Went probably at 10 a.m. or something new. Wait, was this when you were living in Arlington or? Where I'm currently living now. Why the fuck did you go all the way to Tyson's when there's a movie theater literally five minutes away from your house? Well, for where I am, Tyson's is only 15 minutes. I'm right where I live. Oh, wait, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I live you're in right, seven right, corners. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to let the you're right, you're know right. where I live. I mean, if you want to come to my apartment and visit me or if you send, send me fan mail. Ludus <laughs> house. Ludus house. <laughs> I guess, like, I just think about this scenario, and to me, I'm not entirely surprised, but then I, I really want to ask myself and maybe the listeners, how many people... <laughs> Skip work to go to the movie theaters. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, the I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit <laughs> I think something. It's great. <laughs> I'm gonna admit something that I really haven't admitted to anybody. But earlier this week, on um, on Wednesday, I just woke up and I wasn't feeling well. Like I wasn't like I, I didn't feel any like symptoms or anything. I just like what I was tired. Like I made the mistake of like staying up till like four in the morning playing Mario Maker Two. By the way, Mario Maker Two. Fuck that game. As I haven't in, heard much about it. it it's so you you've seen Mario Frustration, right? Mario. Like the video, the the guy that's trying to complete the Mario course. Mario is like sexually frustrated and needs a transition kind of thing. Or Princess Peach ain't giving up that ass. And that's where so the frustration need, lies. So he needs to transition. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, Mario Frustration, a Japanese coming to a console near you. Princess Peach pulled up with a Japanese silk robe, and it was. Game <laughs> <laughs> my goodness yeah next, next. Yeah. no but Wednesday I was just like I, dude I was fucking tired and I like I needed two hours of sleep so since I'm working remote I faked computer issues I said my computer was updating and that the update took two hours and what I did during the time was take a nap while I was on the clock I just took like a two hour nap and then I like went back in and like started working and no one asked any questions and I was like, you know what? Working from home is dope. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Nobody can challenge anything that you say. If you have technical issues, it's like, eh. But it's a bitch for managers though. Depends. Depends on what you're managing. Well, right. No, I mean just their duties with like, I, I bet that's difficult. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. My whole thing was, is like, I knew my workload for the day. And I knew if even I took, like, it was either I take this two hours early on in the day or I leave work early. And I was like, if I don't take these two hours now, nothing's getting done. So it might as well. Like, I take these two hours now and then just work for the rest of the day. What time was this nap? Uh, this nap took place from 8.30 to 10.30. Okay. I mean, the day's barely started. That yeah, the day's, so ba- the right. day's barely started. Like, I came in, talked to my boss, engaged with her. And she was like, hey, what's the plan today? What do you want me to do? She gave me a list of things to do, and I was like, cool. I'll have this done by the end of the day. I didn't finish. All while work. You didn't all while working from home. Yeah, it's, it's, this, was, this was this past Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. What so did, what so did what's, you need to do? Oh, so. Is that what you were going to ask? No, I was going to ask what's better or better. Depending on how I phrase it, what's better or worse? Go, taking a two-hour nap during the workday or going to the movies for a two-hour I'm going to say this is a great question. I'm going to say going to the movies because I just want to make you feel as bad as possible about go, that. Going to, so going to the movies is 
like a more excusable thing? Well, I think excusable. What is better, like because from the boss's perspective? Here, here's what is the thing. It here's the thing. At least, <laughs> at least Probably. I was. At least I was in the office. The office being my bed. But you're. <laughs> so yeah, I but did, but you're. There's a loophole in that. Hold on. I didn't, leave, I didn't leave the office. Kevin left the office. He went point three mile or three point some miles. But did Kevin lie to his boss? Oh, I just never said. He didn't say it. He didn't say it. I never said. See, never said I, anything. He, on the other hand. Yeah, this is my argument with the movies, you know. Especially when you're there, matinee time, no one's there. You can whip out that what phone. What is that? Check, check on your phone if you're seeing anything, the emails, the messages and stuff. While you're asleep, you can't check anything because you're asleep. Remember, so. please silence your cell phone. <laughs> so. Well, I'm not an asshole, so I do that, of course. But, you know, you can still check. So it's kind of like taking a nap. You know, you're not available. Well, you are available <laughs> if you got some service. Not if you're on airplane mode. Were you on airplane mode? No, I never go on airplane mode. Oh, okay. Mode. I never go on airplane mode either. Because you knew you were on the clock. It's pussy shit. Yeah. It's pussy shit. <laughs> airplane mode is not pussy we don't shit. Even... You need it to study. Imagine going on airplane mode. <laughs> okay, that's self-control, Matias. <laughs> I throw my phone I put it on the other side of the room because I'm easily tempted. Yeah, I do that sometimes, too. Um... It's, it's, it's weird. So, like, for me, when I was in school, before I dropped out, um, I whenever I would go to the library, I would find myself being more productive than I would, like, than me studying inside my house, where yeah. even even if, like, I, I, like, turned off all the distractions, put everything away, I would still not really focus on anything. I would still, like, my phone would be there, so I would just, like, grab it, look through Instagram, <laughs> look through, like, just bullshit around, essentially. But when I went, went to the library, it's just, like, everyone's working. So, like, you're kind of motivated by others around you that are actually, like, doing work. And you just feel – it's, like, it's like a mental competition in a way. At least, like, the way I saw it when yeah. I would go to the library. Yeah. It'd be, like, okay, this person's working. They're being very productive. I should match that same energy. Or if I just felt, like, maybe I'm not going to do anything, I would just, like, get up and leave and then not do anything. And then I'd fail my exam the next morning. Yeah, I just, what I can't stand are, are the people who talk in the library. Oh, dude, that's the worst. And, and so, it's just unbearable. I never got people who went to the library in groups. Like, it's one thing if you go to the li- like, if you're working on a group project and you need to, like, have that study room and just, like, bounce ideas off each other just to accomplish the project or get to the goal. But I never got, like, a group of sorority sisters or a group of fraternity buddies that would go to the library and they don't study for one. Yeah, it's it just like they're I felt studying. like it's very counterproductive. They're thinking it's it's like a mindset. They think they're being productive by doing it, but really, just because yeah. they're getting all together, they collaborated enough to the point where they got everyone there in the room to be a study group, but then they don't really <laughs> do anything, and, and then they probably. I remember. I remember. I remember one time I was. Uh, I was kind of eavesdropping in conversation. Like, this table was, like, got Kind of? Or were you? I was. Okay, I was eavesdropping. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's hard not to. It's hard not to sometimes. <laughs> it's kind but, of. But the, the guy, one of the guys was saying, like, I've been here for three hours, and all I got done was one math problem. And I was like, are you, are you fucking dumb? <laughs> this is like, you just wasted three hours just to do one math problem. Was he with some? He was with someone? He, he, was, he was with two other people. And when I got there, I got there, like, I think they were there after I got there. They were there for like another thirty minutes, and then they got up and left. But the entire time that they were there, it was like they were kind of talking or like on Snapchat or something, just like bullshitting around. And I was like, "All right, I guess do you? 
Do you? I'll do mine. Well, in the, the the same work habits, I think that one has or develops in college may then transfer into work habits in the professional world. I will say this that I I don't know. Back to the work from home, I find myself being more productive working from home than being yeah. in the actual office space. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like the fact that I can handle my workload the way that I want it without like someone potentially looking over my shoulder or like micromanaging me, which has never been a problem. Like I don't I don't think I've ever experienced a time where I was micromanaged. But me just being at home and it's like I can sit at my desk and I can just blast whatever music I want and just work and it just it just makes things like you, you are in your own space and you just feel a little bit more comfortable. You're more productive. Right. I don't know. I get you, that. I don't know how you feel about that. I get that. And that. That's how I feel for sure. I mean, oh. for me, I mean, just working from home compared to how it used to be months ago now where we actually had to go in. Um, I mean, I think it's probably about the same, but mm-hmm. definitely no less as far as productivity from me or even some of my colleagues I know they say the same they're working just as well and fine from home during all of this um, so I'm, yeah, I'm fine with it which is weird too because I don't know how it, yeah as you said it's kind of weird that you're working from home you seem to be you think of yourself as more productive you are more productive mm-hmm. whereas where the studying stuff you said you need to be in that library so yeah for me I was I never went to the library ever Okay. Yeah. I was totally anti-library. <laughs> like I could not. I had to be in my own. This is a book. <laughs> it's not because I don't read books. It's not because I wasn't doing things. It's because well, I don't know. Like I, I think the library. A lot of those libraries, those individual desks, was because going to a group to a library, unless it's a group project. Yeah. Like I, so I think it's stupid. counterproductive. Unless it's a group. Yeah. You're it's you're just fake studying or being productive. Probably. I, I those individual desks. At least. Like, Alabama, like they're all like those wooden chairs. I feel like they're uncomfortable to sit in like long durations. Like I feel like I was fidgeting, you know, couldn't get like comfortable and couldn't get like in that zone. At the same time, there's also those freaking people who are like talking and stuff like that, and like I just don't want to hear other people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like when I work, when I was doing homework or studying or whatever at home at my apartment in college, like I would just be on the couch, and I loved having the TV on, like as we have in our background now. I wouldn't necessarily be watching, but I like that background noise. It's weird. Yeah. It's the real people talking in actual real life that like drove me crazy because they're probably talking about bullshit. Mm. Whereas the TV, I could just listen to some sports like we are now and just like, yeah. have this background noise and just look up every now and... I'm not going to lie. The other day, I was really reminiscing on the Cavs run when they beat the Warriors for the, uh, for the championship in the finals. And uh, what I did was... I put on the game. I didn't watch the video. I just watched like the commentary, or like I listened to the commentary. And the entire time, like I knew what was gonna happen. But then when you got to that point, like that game-changing part where LeBron blocked uh, Iguodala, mm-hmm. I fucking lost it. I was like banging on my James. I was banging on my desk. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. You ever seen that episode of uh, You Guys Watch Always Sunny? Mm-mm. No. Oh, you don't want... That's a show I do not... I watch a lot of TV. Oh, a lot man. of comedies and stuff. That is one I have not watched. Dude, you gotta watch it. I, I, think, I think I've seen a web episode or two, but it's something I think I would like. But It's very satire, and I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like satire. Satire is, like, one of my favorite things in, in life right now. I think it's, like, it's a dark part of comedy. It's... it's yeah, it can it's, be... But it's... Yeah. But it's, uh, it's so relatable in a sense. 
it's like you don't think about it and sometimes you're not comfortable saying certain things and then but like when you hear it yeah you're just like fuck yeah like i like that i felt that yeah it's a it's an ironic twist it's, uh, <laughs> it's great although i i think here in the united states people don't take satire well it's, ever since 2012 more, man 2012 uh, fucked I, everything up i i don't know why well, before, you, wait, go, why before you go and continue with the satire is this as you progress what are your point you're making is this does this come from your uh your literature background at all as your not yeah. your maybe expertise here about satire just to get a yeah, understanding no, it before you continue. Yeah, I know. In a way, I, I one thing that I find just very interesting is that in the United States, what I have seen is that people like to know the facts. They they want something positive, and satire unveils that things aren't actually as great as they are. Now, I don't think that, and maybe this has to do with something more with the different races in the United States. Maybe this is more of a white thing where whites don't like to, but that's also a generalization. Yeah. What, one thing that I can say, though, is that in the United States, there is not as much satire. And in order to be able to make satire, you need to have an established point of view, such as SNL. What other forms of satire do we know? And are they respected? It doesn't seem like it. And in addition to that, what I see, from example, from, from Argentina or even from Europe, the way you do comedy is you critique everything. Yeah, I think you critique and you laugh I at think, the mediocrity. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, and this goes back to my 2012. Like, 2012 is really when the whole like social justice movement started moving. Which, by all means, it's great. I think it's like a great step forward. But now we're at number one. <laughs> well, I, I, no, but the thing is, like, now everyone's just like trying to catch everyone for doing something. Like. You do you do something in 2005, and I'm like I'm gonna find that, and I'm gonna expose you for it, and I'm gonna ruin your career. I don't I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. I think that's that like takes away from the whole part of entertainment, right? Without getting into politics, yeah, 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 yeah. we're not trying to get. Yeah, really sorry, I, I, I wasn't trying to do that. I don't think we. I think we're. I think we were, we were, we're, we're, we're towing the right? line. We were towing the line, line still. I don't want to yeah, talk I mean, about I mean, politics. I mean, I'm just a little upset here. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to talk about politics so. Yeah, you can talk about pol- that's a, you know politics or everything now. It's the news and stuff. So think about it and talk about it in your own free time. If I may uh, add, just to like continue with the whole satire thing, have you guys ever seen one of uh, so National Lampoon was? Uh, I don't know. Have you ever heard of the National Lampoon? I've heard about it. I I can't say that I've watched many movies. Yeah, well, they, they originated as a magazine for Harvard. I knew that. And yep. so when one of their um, in one of their magazine uh, covers, you know, it was I think 1975 around there. It features a dog, and a gun is pointed at the dog's head, and it says, "If you don't buy this magazine, we will shoot this dog." <laughs> and so it's that's I love that. I absolutely what think that's genius. He's triggered right now. No, no, no. <laughs> I can't remember what Shut kind of dog. But it's a black and white dog. It's not a Dalmatian. And it's great because you have this satirical point. You know, no one wants to see an animal being killed or killed or the threat of killing an animal. This is an anti-animal cruelty podcast. (laughs) But it's like, it it, it works, you know? It it really works. It wants you, it moves you, it persuades you to buy this magazine. Um, 
And it's satirical. Na National Lampoon is all about satire. Right. I mean, people under gotta <laughs> understand, like, if right. it's a known, I don't know, as going back, going back, yeah, well, National Lampoon, it's everyone knows, even if you don't know much about it, I think most people would know it's supposed to be comedy, like, if it's, or, you know, funny, and if you're going to have a picture of a gun being pointed to a dog, and you know that background, like, they're yeah, obviously not yeah. being serious, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why... That was, obviously that's why that was that, 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 yeah. that was my thing. It's like right. everybody started taking everything you said so literal. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, it was so literal yeah. when, it's like, when it's not. When it's and, not. Yeah. This is an important point. And uh, things change as over time because some things. Yes, that's not to get social justice worry, but it's true. It's fair to say that some things in 2020 are that were okay in like 2012 you probably shouldn't yeah say in 20, that's that's fair and that's reasonable you're not going overboard and any matter and stuff but again you can't go back and then say oh you said this in 2012 that's now not okay in 2020 but it was okay in 2012 well, so you can't go back but and i'm mad at them now about it because like, everyone but, thought it was funny or okay then things change but that idea of like what is okay and what is not i think on the individual level from us in other words we're not any you, Luigi, and I are no one special. Mm -hmm. In other words, we don't have our... I would agree. We have a podcast. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But know. we don't have a satirical website, nor My mom a, tells me I'm special every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell you too. But we don't have a... We are not considered, you know, crit critics, satirical experts. And so, therefore, yeah. we have no voice. No. So we can't quote unquote we cannot make fun of certain things that for example dave Chappelle or chris rock or all those other guys i can't think of norm mcdonald they can say their things and people respond well oh ha 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 that's so funny dude i gotta say that the latest dave Chappelle special was pushing the fucking it was pushing what it. was it it was uh, six and, the Six and Stones one. Right. It's a few it months was, old now. It's a few it was, months old, but... Yeah, I saw it. Dude, it he, he went in on a lot of people, and when I watched it, I was like, for 2020, this is this is risque. Yeah. This is risque, but I appreciate you it. I, I'm terrible memory on No, I, I, I remember all of it, but I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to... Like they say it, you know. That's fair. I'm, I'm just like, let's, let's but, figure this out. I, I do. This you're out. a commentator. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> my favorite. You're like, like Martin Tyler. I will say this. I will say this. My favorite part of the uh, Martin Tyler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Andy Gray. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Andy Gray. He's not dead. No, 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 no. But like his career. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> for, We're very sorry, Andy Gray, for um, unfortunate comments that we do not condone here. <laughs> no, but my, fav my favorite, <laughs> my favorite bit about that that like special was when he started talking about like the uh, the alphabet people, and you know what I'm talking about. You you remember? Do you remember that part when he started talking about the alphabet people, referring to the LGBT? Oh yeah, yeah that that was that was funny, and it, right. it wasn't in, like a disrespectful way. He like kind of touched on points that were like accurate, and he was just like pointing those things out, right. and it wasn't. Like, I don't, like, he didn't say, like, oh, I hate them. It, right. was, it was just, like, they do these things, they don't realize it, and it's funny because it, it is it is what it is. It's and life. And people have to keep in mind, like, at the end of the day, all these comedians, they don't hate any of these things. They're not, no. like, going in, they might have their own personal opinions or some views, but at the end of the day, none of them, on any case, on when they're going to their stand-ups or anything, they're not, like, personally having this agenda. Like, yeah. Anyone who believes that is 
So yeah, it's wrong about so like it's not real. Made in fun of the maybe LGBTQ and things like that, but I don't think he has some like personal vendetta. I guess, no, by any means, it was just a joke. Same times he's making jokes about black people yeah. and stuff like that. So and white people, you know, that's <laughs> like, my thing. Like if you if if you are someone who like is making fun of certain situations or certain groups, like you can't exclude yourself. You have right. to be able to laugh at yourself. And I think that's the beautiful thing about comedy. It's like people who have perfected the craft and they're able to make fun of everyone, even yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, life you're you're doing life right, in my personal opinion. Self deprecation is a virtue. That's what I, I was I thinking. fucking suck. I don't know why I suck so much. I wish someone could give me a hug sometimes Dude. and really tell me how proud they are of me <laughs> and my achievements. <laughs> why isn't anybody laughing? <laughs> <laughs> so I always go back to this thing. So, you know, my friend group is the group that I have and it's a group that I've had for years and it's like since high school. All my friends from high school John are Anderson. like, I'm, yeah, this is, this is like Batman Returns this right is, here. This is me. Batman Returns. <laughs> Matias found Jesus and he's like, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm just joking. I'm just Pal, he was always there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's just one of those things, man. I didn't bring the Bible. I brought Walt Whitman. That's a Bible <laughs> undisguised. No. <laughs> All right, but let's uh, let's turn the page here. Um, let's talk about some of our embarrassing moments. I'll start because I have no fucking shame. Hershey chocolate. Nope. We're not. We're not. <laughs> you said you talk about them. Ooh. Oh, you know what? Next I, chapter. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. It's I, okay. No, I, no, no, no. Please don't. It was just a joke. I mean, I don't care talking about it. I think it's like I think it's a funny story that it, when people bring it up, like Sarah. <laughs> Sarah always brings it up. <laughs> wow. So. So you don't few, need to. You don't need. No, to. I'm gonna do it because I don't care. So a few months ago, that's how you get them to do things. You tell them don't do it. A few months ago, it worked. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> a few months ago, um, uh, Sarah's roommates with Kelly. Kelly's a teacher or something. Her like Sarah teacher Weber. friends. Yeah, Kelly Erwinson. God, quit name drop. I'm just trying to give like oh, first sorry, names. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Name drop. <laughs> hey, I'm not trying to drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were all hanging out. Her teacher friends were over and. Some, they're all like very attractive women and at the time you know, I'm drop. single I'm single you know <laughs> uh, so I was like you know let's test the waters let's see what happens let me talk let me engage with people let it's me, fair game yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> so boundaries so we're talking and then fucking Sarah goes hey tell them about the chocolate syrup story and I'm like oh my god and I was like I don't want to and then everyone goes well now you have to tell us you can't just you can't just put that out there and then not talk about it. We have to know. So here's a Frankly, story. Frankly, that's unfair. It is putting un you on the spot. But, you know. And you don't deserve that. I, You're better than that. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> so the story goes, this was in uh, high school. Got invited to a party uh, from uh, a mutual friend. I didn't know the person who lived at the house, the, the host of the party. I um, drank a little too much or I couldn't drive back home. And I was trying to be responsible, so I asked the host, I was like, hey, is it okay if I stay here the night? Like, if you have any couch space, like, I can crash there, it's no problem at all. And she goes, no, it's fine, you can come crash in my room. And I was like, oh. This is the host? Yeah, this was the, this happened with the host. This is high school, too? This is high school. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, don't really know you, but... She was a friend of the friend. She was a friend of my friend, yeah. 
so like they my friend knew the person i didn't know her i like i met her at the party and like we talked for a little bit but then like we both went our separate ways and then towards the end as the night was wrapping up i just asked her like is it okay if i crash on the couch and she said you can come crash in my room and i was like all right can we have an alias for the name no alias and oh it's alias okay yes, um, uh, just like i don't know Renee Hershey. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll imagine. That helps with the story. So, so Hershey. So Hershey tells me, yeah, just like once everyone leaves, like you can just lay in my bed and whatever. So like I got a little drunk, so I, like I went in a little early. Like the party was still going on, I was in there, so I went in there and just laid in bed. And then she came thirty minutes after the fact because she had kicked everyone out. The party was over. It's like two a.m. I say, Hershey, I'm a little hungry. Do you have anything, like any any food that I can go make? Can I make myself a sandwich? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go upstairs in the kitchen. Make yourself something. So I was like, all right. So I go up there, and I'm making myself a sandwich. And then I open the pantry, and I see a bottle of uh, Hershey's chocolate syrup. Oh, you mean belonging to her. Hershey's Belong- chocolate syrup. Hershey's chocolate I syrup. I see. I see. The grammar just... Hey, listen. <laughs> Commas. <laughs> Apostrophes. <but>. S. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I grabbed the chocolate syrup and I... The fucking... My mind at that time was just working in mysterious ways. So, when I grabbed the bottle, I said, Alright, here's a game plan. Eat your sandwich. And then go back to the room. And when I went back to the room, I brought the bottle of chocolate syrup with me. I said, this can go one of two ways. I'm either going to have to sleep on the street tonight or in my car. Or this is going to work out in my favor 100%. And by, what do you mean by So far, this favorite? sounds like a rapist. <laughs> whoa, 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 Either I sleep outside or... Well, it was like a 50-50 chance, the situation. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> My and her favor. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, did I kill it? I shouldn't have interrupted. Um, I so, take that back. <laughs> so, I go into the room and I have the the Hershey's chocolate syrup in my, in my hand. And I look at her and she looks at me. I just kind of poured it on my pishkadil, and and then she just you know things escalated, and that was it, and that's the chocolate syrup story. It's not that intense. Like I feel self conscious now that Matias has said what he said. <laughs> But this would you like to retract your statement? It was a. Uh, it was uh, high school. I was just trying to make fun of Luigi, <laughs> but I didn't succeed. So <laughs> I take it back. No, it was definitely one of the more ballsy moves I made uh, at that time and age. But at the time and age, like I didn't care. I didn't have any regard for like authority or like consequences. I was just like, I'm just gonna live my life the way that I see fit. I'm gonna take chances, and those chances are either gonna pay off or not pay off at all. And so, like, this one just so happened to be one of those things that paid off. Like, obviously, I knew that I was kind of, like, already in the end because of the fact that she said, you can sleep in my room. I was like, all right, well, obviously. And she were- kicked everybody out. 
Well, she didn't kick everybody out. I think everybody just kind of started fizzling out because it was like 2 a.m. Like, but you were there. I was there. She didn't kick you out. There was other people that stayed the night, too. Uh, yeah, it was just I, I just asked because I didn't know her and I didn't just want to crash on the couch and and just like. But be, there was well, there was no when you were there. Okay, so you're pouring the chocolate syrup. Yeah, there is there any dialogue between you two? No, no it was, dialogue. It was literally it was me walking in the room with you know in my hand and then I just pour the chocolate syrup. Can you get, can you demonstrate this for? Us? Yeah, let me uh, let me stand up and pull my dick out real quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> dick. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. What? <laughs> Why did you talk about dick all of a sudden? Is that what you're referring to all this time? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel like Matias didn't understand. No, I, I, these I, I, actually, no. <laughs> no, I know I got it. I actually ate her ass, and the Hershey's chocolate syrup was what came out of her ass. Next chapter. <laughs> next chapter. Next chapter. Next chapter. <laughs> You want to get messy? We can get messy. We got messy. We got pretty messy. <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, no. But the one I really wanted to tell was uh, this one incident when I was coming home from um, from Blue Ridge when I was living in Harrisonburg. This was how long ago? This was uh, shit. I want to say like six years now. I'm twenty six. No, it was like eight. I thought you started in Blue Ridge in 2013. I, I no, yes, I did. It was because I took this, the first semester after high school. I took that semester off, and then I went to Blue Ridge in uh, 2013. So like in, yeah. the, in the in the uh, in the spring spring semester. Essentially. Um, but my first semester there, like I wasn't taking care of myself, and like my body wasn't feeling well, and I was feeling a pain in my groin. So I called my mom and I was like, hey, Like mom. in the scrotum? Yeah, or? like in the scrotum. Oh, okay. Whoa. So I called my mom and I was like, hey, mom, like, I don't know what's going on. I'm in pain right now. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And I had WebMD and I thought I had testicular torsion. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. I was, I was, I was fucking terrified. I but almost got that. Was there something that happened before that led to this, you think? Or was it, it was, it was... <laughs> Hershey's <laughs> vanilla syrup. It was <laughs> no, I don't. I don't necessarily know what the happened. Consequences of it came. It's just years like later. It just it just hurt, and I didn't know what was going on. So I called my mom, and my mom came to pick me up, and we went to the doctor. Like, she picked you up. She, she picked, drove two hours. She drove two hours to Harrisonburg with my dad, my, and they they picked me up and took me back to Ashburn because they wanted to take me to like the primary care physician that I've always been going to. So damn, yeah, it was a long day. And so I get there and I tell the doctor and he's like, oh, no, you're fine. It's just like this is something that can happen from time to time. And he didn't really go too much into detail. He was just like, just like do this, do that, and it'll go away within like the next couple hours. And I was like, all right, cool. So it went away. But then I was at home for the next two days. The day after I had gone to the doctor and I did everything, my stomach didn't feel well. And my mom had sent me to Harris Teeter to pick up some groceries. As I'm driving back home, my stomach is like rumbling. And I'm just like, what is going on? All of a sudden, I feel like I got to let out a fart. I let out a fart. And I just feel like things dripping out my ass. And I was driving my mom's car. And I was wearing sweatpants. So when I parked the car and I got up, there was a stain on the seat. My mom was waiting for me outside to help me bring in the groceries. 
My mom opens the door as I'm walking out, and she looks at it, and she shouts, Did you shit your pants? <laughs> and I'm, like, the fucking neighbors are right there. I was like, do you want to be any louder? Like, yeah, I got a shit stain in my pants now, too. And as soon as I walk up the stairs, everybody's going to see it. What? To be clear, or what, are these leather seats, or what, what were they? Oh, you, I, w- I wish they were leather seats at that time. They were uh, fully cloth seats. Even yeah. worse. That's yeah, what I was going to say. Because leather yeah. seats, like, you would be able to no, I, I Like, as soon as I settled that up, like, as soon as my stomach settled, I took that car to the to the, uh, to the the washer, and I just, uh, I got it clean. Because I was like, this is Did you this is explain to the people who cleaned it what that was? Nah, because I had, like, taken, <laughs> I had taken some, like, some, re- some resolve to it, and I, like, or, wiped yeah, it down a little bit. Got rid of the smell. Got rid of the smell a little bit, and then I... <laughs> What I want to know is how we went from the scrotum to the rectum. Because it all. Well, they gave me they gave me some medicine to like if I hadn't gone for the scrotum thing and not gotten that medicine, I don't think my stomach would have felt the way that it did. I thought he said you were fine. He said I was fine, but he told me to do certain things. Like he gave me some medicine to take ah, okay. to like help it help out with that. So the medicine. It was what? it was honestly gas relief. It, it was just what it was. He said I was backed up and I needed to do something like take some stuff to like essentially. Get let it all out, but so I did all just stomach problems just essentially. Just drizzle that came out though, mm-hmm. or was it is drizzle? Okay, good, 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 good. It's nasty. Wow. I don't think there's ever been a case, a specific case I can remember, but I feel like there's. It's it's, it's a discussion I've heard fairly recently where, like, I feel like every guy, at least in particular, I feel like every guy has shit their pants at oh, some yeah. point. Oh yeah. Past obviously being a baby. Well, <laughs> like, and, the last time and they were just out of it's embarrassing, in but it happens. Like you're just doing your regular thing, and then somehow this fart just turned yep. way worse than you could have ever thought of. And it's, yeah, it's a nightmare. And then yeah, and then your mom, then your mom calls wearing, you out, and God, that's that's the worst part. In a uh, wearing sweatpants or anything <laughs> like that. That's probably the. Yeah, it happened to me the night of prom. It was horrendous. Nuh-uh. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I was true. about to say, I didn't know no, that. You, you, you gotta know. return those pants in, to the In fact, if you would have known about it, and you would not have forgotten <laughs> yeah, it, in I fact, would it would have been it. the talk of every single day. Oh, you shit your pants. <laughs> oh, there's a time where, related to shitting your pants, the other... The number one, the other opposite. Pissing in your, your pants. pants. Oh, dude. I've done that, and well, I knew I was doing it. So back in uh, Luigi, you were actually there. I don't know if you were there that particular night, but the uh, the Nationals World Series, uh, the Nationals World Series Nationals, Yep. Um, the bullpen outside Nationals Park. You know, big standing room area. There's uh, there's some porta potties. You know, a couple because normally it's pretty lively and they're pretty crowded during a normal game where mm-hmm. you go to the porta potty lines you know might have to wait a minute but it's no big deal obviously the world series the playoffs that's a completely different animal a completely different story yep. I, I can't remember the approximate number but it's probably over capacity probably which should be or what it ever has been before thousands of people in there to the point where you know you're you know pretty tightly shoulder to shoulder in there as soon as your seal breaks in there or broke in there you were done for because, yep. you know, once you, you know, you're drinking and you go and you, you got to keep going to the bathroom. Normally you're at the bar or something. It's probably not that big a deal. You might have to wait a minute, but 
there, the Dude, lines are just, line you know, out of control. 50 people long, and people are, <laughs> you can't maintain Dude, that. It was, gonna be, it was horrible. Trying to go to the bathroom there was horrible. And people are going to just be cutting in line and mm -hmm. stuff like that. You got to, like, fight for your place, do, like, extreme, go to extreme measures, which is not ideal or fun, mm -hmm. sober, drunk, anything. Um, <laughs> so after one of the first games, I didn't keep my pants loose, <laughs> but I was like, that was, you know, I loved watching the experience, but the whole bathroom and having to hold is a nightmare for when you're, especially when you're standing there forever. Yep. And, um, so, you know, I was like, Hmm, adult diapers. <laughs> that's a thing. Normally not for situations like this. That's for people, you know, may have conditions or whatever. Which the okay. elderly. The elderly. Yes. We love the elderly, but you know, they have those, but anyways, you know, I went, went to our, my local target Found some. It took me a while to figure because shit, I had no idea what diaper, adult <laughs> diapers bold. were going to be. It's not where the it's not where the baby diapers are. In case you're wondering, I don't think, and uh, at least not in Target. So I found them though, and I got them. And then I even before going, I was like, adult, I gotta see. This is too good to be true. I need to make sure at home before doing this. You make sure hits your pants inside your house. I stood in the bathtub. <laughs> Put on my, put on the diaper, and then put on. I, I think I actually put on compression shorts underneath. Put on the compression, but then put the diaper over underneath that because I didn't want the chafing of the diaper. I thought I figured that might happen, and then I put on <laughs> some pants. Like a baby. <laughs> and I put on. And I tested. I put on the the black uh, like athletic pants, the the warm up pants for you know sports and stuff. I was like, I'm gonna wear those. It's a little more like. So comfortable let, for this setting and jeans and stuff like that and I was like I was a little worried with like jeans because especially like blue jeans yeah it's very, it's very anytime you, you can it's easy to spot yeah but like it was black pants no one can see that really so I was like oh if it does leak through like at least no one's gonna see no one's gonna be staring there Jesus. but I tried it. it sure enough it worked um like, alright I'm good to go so I went to, then the, whatever the next game was I went to the bullpen many times or Nationals playoff run. Um, I went been? in the first one of the let's see the World Series game. I went better before. I think the the first World Series games that the national that the yeah the first World Series game period where I think a Friday no no the first net World Series games that the Nationals played were Friday Friday and Saturday. So that's night. That's a crazy time since so Friday and Saturday. Obviously mm -hmm. went there. Um, I think. One of the two, I wore it, and, you know, it worked well, but then it gets to the point where it gets, as I found out, I, you know. You can't learn, do it more than once. If we do it many times. Yeah, you got to change. Very, <laughs> very soggy. And then it starts, it I don't starts, think anyone it noticed, tripping. but it's like, it starts, it starts That's sagging. That's so fucking uh, funny. <laughs> luckily, I mean, like, and then I was wearing, you know, the pants I was wearing, so. Like, you know, they're loose and tight on you. I don't think anyone noticed because I wasn't going to draw attention or be like, hey, guys, check this out. But Damn. I was had him. And I think by the end when it cleared out at one time, you know, yeah. um, I, I was able to just go to the normal porta potty at that point because the line wasn't bad. But Did you chuck it into the porta potty? No, let's see. Let's see. There's a few times over part. The, one of the times of the porta potty, I think it was the Saturday night game. I think that was game four. It was a Saturday night. Nationals lost. It was, that was like the worst game for them. It was yeah. ugly. Got pretty ugly uh, pretty early on. I met this 
girl there. She was lost her friends, and she was drunk, and then one thing led to another, one of those little, you know, yeah. hookup type things, you know, just kissing and stuff, you're drunk and stuff, <laughs> and you're cognizant, like, you know, um, and then at that point, and then this girl was so drunk off her mind that I didn't, she didn't have her friends, and I was like, I was aware enough that I was able to, you know, get home on my own and not have any problems. I'm having this saggy diaper all the while, but this, obviously this girl has no clue because she's like, she's loose and she's like stumbling. She literally took off her shoes in the bullpen within, she went over to the benches. I was like, oh, let's, let's sit down for one second. Cause you know, I'm like, I don't know this girl before, but I was like, I feel bad. I can't just abandon this girl. <laughs> she had no, or no friends there and she would have been, she took off wow. her shoes. Jesus. I had to help this girl put on her shoes back on, and I was like, damn. How old was she? She was, you know, I'm 26. I would have been 26 then. Um, wow. I think she was probably Match 24, me. 23, something like that. You know, okay. Age, you know. um, <laughs> amazing. Um, Love at first sight. And then <laughs> and I was so like, funny. damn, I was, I was, I have to admit, I was close to you're, you're, abandoning this girl because I, I was struggling to put help her put her shoes back on that she randomly took off. <laughs> And it was rainy and wet that day, too, so that doesn't help. And then you had to – finally, we left before the game. I was like, I, I was like, you need to tell me where you live, not because I was like, I need to take this girl home. And luckily, she lives in Arlington, so it's pretty Jeez, close. Um, but all the while, like, my pants are like – That is wild. Pissed. And she has no clue. I, I think – I'm sorry to say to that Uber driver, who I recall was very nice. You stole um, the Uber driver's seat? No. Uh, he, I don't know if it left a mark, but he had leather seats, I think, at least. But I definitely, I think, peed a little in my diaper <laughs> within his car. <laughs> All the while, while this girl, because she was, like, you know, stumbling. She's, like, she needs help drunk. Like, she wouldn't be able to make her way home by any means. Like, Jeez. she's... I'd like laid her head down on my lap, which would have got even a little wet. That's but, even fucking worse. Which, yeah, obviously, she's in a state where she's not going to really understand what the heck's going on. Or obviously, I'm not worried about that. But, wow. But then, um, but yeah, I took, and then I took, yeah, I got her to her house and let her in. I, Got her to her room and her bed and stuff, and I used her bathroom within there. And then I was like, "This sagging diaper I'd been in me so long." And I was in her bathroom, I took off took off the diaper, and I was like, "I was going to." Tr I was like, "I don't. I don't want to obviously clog the toilet in someone's house. That's an asshole move." And then I was like, "I think I experimented to see how the diaper, see if it would go down." Well, that's not gonna work. And she had a bunch of trash in her like little small bathroom trash can. I think I. It was pretty filled up, but I think I, I kind of took some things out and I put the diaper at the bottom <laughs> of it because no one seen that. You dug through this poor girl's dress to, dro to drop your pee pee diaper in there? <laughs> and yeah, so because I was like, I was going home and I was like, I need to get this off. I can't take it. I know opportunities before that to do it. That is um, amazing. Well, actually, another another night too. I won't go on, carry on too long, but similar story a little bit, as in, you know, Pete the band suit sagging. At that point, I was with my, my crew of people. Um, some of you know, Caleb Welsh, for example, he was there. Um, and then uh, I think we took Metro back, heading back here, Arlington area. 
they he lives in Boston, some of them live in Boston. I was nearby. I live nearby. I was hanging out with them, so I was gonna go to their house. Um, so we went there. I think we actually they decided to get off at like Clarendon, and then we went to um, shoot, where did we go to? Whitlow's. I love I think that we, place. We, I think we went there. Um, yeah, it was there. We're like you know it's late and stuff right now. At that point, it's just kind of chill at that point and I it's fairly close to closing time, hung out there. But what I remember all the while while we were walking down like, down the street Metro I had the sag. I don't think they do or notice because they were looking. But um yeah when I got to the Whitlow's back I think it was one of those things where like you know most people were trying to go to the urinals and most people probably just be pissing and stuff and I was like, oh I need to go into the stall perfectly because I was like, I need to get this diaper off. <laughs> and I put the diaper off there. You know, I had to take off my my pants that I was wearing, you know, the athletic pants, because it's so fairly easy to just pull off real quick. Took those off, and I was like, I think I tried to flush the diaper down that, and I was like, oh, that's not going to work. And then I don't think they had a trash can. I think someone was outside, because I couldn't take it to the paper towel trash can thing, because it was awkward, because I would have carried out. Someone would have seen me, and I was like, I don't want that. So Did I you put just that, tuck it underneath the toilet? So yeah, I put that, I was like, <laughs> I need to put this, so I just went like, the toilet, you know, the space in between the, the toilet and the wall, I took it off, I just got, <laughs> tucked it back there, where inevitably, whoever, you know, is going to clean the bathroom, because cleaning the bathroom is what Dude, I, I would have seen it, but wow. I, I, I was like, there people do that at sporting events. I'm very, I'm asking but, yeah, myself the same question, I, yeah. All those stories now, I mean. I thought, I mean, that's why I heard it. That's why I got the idea. It's, I, I mean, I'm definitely not the first person to do it for a sporty. That's right. the scenario I would do it because. But that's, and, it's actually like a very genius idea, to be honest with you. Yeah. So by the end of the game, it's going to be a problem like I have. Right, for right, most, right, right. I think the majority of the game, honestly, even though you're going to have some whizzes might be just little tinkles in between. That right. Too, and then some. So I mean, if you have the diaper, anytime you feel like you got to go, you're just going to go. Yeah. So it's then, like, it's at like that safety, point, right? it was okay. It wasn't like sad. Babies think the same way. <laughs> yeah. And then, but yeah, I mean, that's the way I got the idea. As I explained with the bullpen, that was an extreme measure because, as we said, it was a nightmare trying to go to the bathroom. There, anyone who was there contested. It was a complete nightmare in the bathroom situation. I think people were pissing. Girls were like pissing behind the urinal. Oh, like, yeah. No, I definitely. Pants pulled down. I definitely pissed behind yeah. the concessions. Like, I found like a little space behind there and. Like, nobody was there. Nobody was near that side. So I just, like, like kind of, like, wiggled my way in, and I just fucking pissed right at some, at some point, I know at least one of the urinal rows in there after, what, I think, security or whoever, like, they started, like, blocking off people from being able to go behind. And so you could, that was, like, no longer an option. I mean, it was so bad that, like, girls were just whipping it. I mean, obviously, guys whip it out to... You know, pee all the time. I think it's when easier for guys it, and girls. Like, yeah. girls have to go on a fucking mission when they have to go pee out in public. Exactly. So, you know, if girls are just willingly doing that with, like, no cares in the world, you knew it was pretty bad. <laughs> what I, what I want to know, and this is a marvelous, you told it so beautifully, and I was so moved throughout all of it. <laughs> Luigi and I both were. What I want to know is, doesn't it smell? Because um, if, yes, you, smell, if yeah. you smell a baby... You know when a baby has peed or when it has well, gone. Well, I will I mean, say I can't this. Test, I mean, I, someone near me would have to buy me. I mean, I smell. I mean, my pants. I wore those same pair of pants like a lot for several of those games because I was going out for all these World Series games to watch in public a lot of time. Not every time in bullpen, but a lot of time. At least when I was wearing the diaper, I was always wearing the uh, 
was in the bullpen after like the first few chats when I knew. Did you like put talcum powder too? Like no, I didn't. <laughs> oh, but after that, I think you should. I think you should have done that. Oh, I imagine how that would have been game changer. That would have been that would have been game changer. Maybe you wouldn't you wouldn't have needed the compressor hand. No, but I I'm worried because it's like every game though. Yes, you're there. You had to. I had to. I was like, I can't wear these pants out again because they would have been so uncomfortable knowing that you could smell them definitely after the fact. I was like, yeah. they have to go into the wash. Especially, <laughs> okay, yeah. look, if, if you were to say on all the times that you wore, on all the times that you had this on, how how many times did you pee? On average, on average. Um, I don't know if that's a good question. I don't know if I can. Three to four, I mean, four to five. Uh... I mean, those games, like those games, well, obviously baseball games are long, they're like three hours. Um, or more. And we, and for those games too, we were getting, like the Saturday World Series game, we got there, I think, me and my group that I was hanging out with, like they, um, we got there at like six, like two hours before, and we were just like standing around, so it was so crowded, you had to get there early enough yeah. to be able to actually get in, because the night before, it was so crowded. There was like a mob out, and people were literally getting pulled up onto the um, container things. Like people from that were already in. Really, there's videos. There's tons of videos of it. Dude, and it was then, wild. like I jumped in because there's a lower level railing, just like a little wooden railing that people just yeah you lean know, over. Like I, I was actually on a video on it. I could pull it up and show you. Yeah, but, I remember um, you and your squad came in hot. Yeah, we had to. We saw everyone was rushing, and we're like, "Oh, now it was literally now or never." Because it was they were not letting anyone else through the actual real entrance, so we all leaped over this little balcony railing thing on the lower level and jumped over to get in. Jesus, we got there like six. Actually, no. So I think the Saturday game we got there even. I think we got there like four actually, or something crazy. Like well, before the four p.m., the game started at eight. <laughs> so we were there. So so to get to my, I think. So the seal the, before the game started, it was bearable, so you could actually go to the urinal. So I think when I had the chance to go to the urinal, I was like, "Let me go to the urinal." Even I had this diaper while I had, and it's not a hassle because there's no line. Uh, but actually, so once the actual pissing in the diaper is probably damn. Is this podcast going to be like life hacks on how to like it's, pee it's your pants? Kevin, at least like Kevin just like he narrated the game was a cheat code. Yeah. yeah, it's no, like life hacks by Kevin Connell. That should be your seg. That's gonna be your segment every every time. No, this is. Uh, <laughs> I think this is fascinating. I, no, I, I, it's really opening my yeah. mind. I never had. Thought I, about yeah, this. I never thought about. It. But, never in a million years would I have. But see, I have an issue, which is I don't like to actually use the rest. Okay, I take that back. I'll use a restroom in a public place such as a stadium. Oh, I have no. But I don't drink as so much in order to actually like do it. Yeah. Well, a lot of times I, in fa- I, mean, I honestly don't think I was at a point ever. No. Any of those games, I was to the but, point where I'm like, I'm like stumbling and I I'm, I can take care of myself. I was drinking, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, was, I definitely had a good amount like every time I was outing. That was okay. I think it might be embarrassing, I think, honestly. Out of I, every, I, I have a small bladder, I think. I feel like I have to kind of go more. Out of everyone that then, you were there that, that day, you were the most sober one out of everybody else that was with you. Because when you guys got there, some of them were like off the rocker a little, and I was like, "How long have you guys been drinking?" Yeah. Well, it's like, well, I can't remember what I was gonna say. So <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> no, man, that's actually that's actually, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't consider that to be embarrassing, to be honest with you. If anything, that's. And I told, I mean, I told my group 
that I was with, which was like a group that was like 15 deep for like a lot of these games. Like that's how many people we were rolling up with uh, as a crew for all these games. Which is pretty cool. Um, so do you? I told them, and I, I told them after the fact because I didn't want to tell them in the. I think I might have told like one or two in like confidence. I was like. You know, like, I, I think we should have, there's definitely, once we are able to go back out there, but think about it, like, face masks, like the ones we're seeing now because of the infect, because of the pandemic, those used to not be cool. In other words, if you wore that, you're kind of, you're a scaredy cat. <laughs> now it's become commonplace. I wonder if this diaper could become commonplace one day. You know, the if they I think, sold I think them. it is to like people who regularly go to sporting events. Because sometimes if you go to like a concert or if you go to a sporting so lines event, lines are terrible. Lines notice, I don't want to miss it. Lines you notice that possible. some people don't move out of their seat. Yeah, which and is impossible. Just, yeah, and I was like, if you're me, drinking, I, I, I wouldn't. If do. anyone was paying attention to me very intently at those games. Knowing, because they would obviously, I was drinking. And you stuff, like start and smirking. I, that's what I, was I just never to say went that. to the urinal. Like, <laughs> no one can hold if you're drinking for hours on end and you're drinking. You cannot hold for five hours. No, you actually. No one can do that. You would go. Dude, it's eat. uncomfortable. Exactly. And you're it's standing. It's uncomfortable. You can't sit at all during that nah. whole time. So you'd be, you know, dance. So if anyone was paying attention, would be like, how are you not going to the bathroom? Like, because I was peeing in my pants a little today now. Jesus. <laughs> how many times have you peed today? <laughs> Today? Kevin's wearing a diaper. No, right not now. right now. Not, not right now. I'm not wearing a diaper. This right is, now. but I wonder, you know, what if you could start have, a business? I you still could have start. I was, that was, I was going to ask you that just like a few moments ago. I was like, how many diapers do you still have? I only, so I didn't know, I think the pack is like a 24 pack or something. I think you end up using like four. So, so you have 20 have, left? Like, so you pray for seven games. So did like, you, wait, did you wear one to one of the DC Defenders games or did you not go at all? I never actually went to a DC Defenders game. Little did I know, I didn't know it was going to be canceled for good. Wow. <laughs> I never, I, so I never use it for any other, that's the only sporting event I ever, because it was such an extreme, and I didn't want to, I would have missed the whole game, but you missed the whole game if you had to go to the bathroom while yeah. in there, so that sucks, yeah, so like, what's the point? You were in line for like 30 minutes. And you could, and like certain points of it, you could not see the screen. Yep. So it's like. So once you got past that little wall, yeah. you can see so anything. You maybe like, maybe you could pull it up on your phone, but like. Nah, it's, with the amount of people there, yeah, which is very hard. Can't get service, right? Maybe if you're lucky, I don't know. But um, but yeah, I mean that's why. Honestly, that's that's better than my story. I, I think both were good. Stories. And I also like, I, also, I mean, his is some of this, that is like like it's it's, it's quick thinking. I would say it's, 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 it's very clever. stadiums too. I, I don't know. If it was maybe if I went to like a Redskins game now, where it's a little more crowded, you, you never catch me there. Well, yeah, that's true for me too. Maybe things will change. Hopefully, things change this season. Well, who knows? They might Are you still might a Redskins fan? Yeah, but I hate, I hate going. I'll admit it. It might be embarrassing. I hate going to urinals when there's no wall in between because I get so. I'll admit it. It's embarrassing. But I say I get pee shy. Like I lock up a lot of so, the time when people are by me. What's pee shy? It's like, like you can't pee in front of people. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a mental thing. It's because you're American. It's like not because. Uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I just like blamed it, it on the Americans. Bro. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's like it is a mental thing, but at the same time, I feel like I could be like no, super I'm like, drunk and like go into one of those things, and like I would still like have trouble, even though it's like I'm, I'm at the point of like it bursting. You know, you're, you're just, I'm the same way because when I was, so I always love going into stalls any chance I get at like stadiums. The same. Stuff. I like always go to the stalls. Ah, uh, interesting. Sometimes I purposely wait for the stalls. So because I know I'm gonna have trouble, and then I'm like, 
So it's when I was a kid, I was a kid <laughs> I we did a road trip. Um, and we stopped by this like uh, the, one of those rest stops, and they had like those uh, automatic um, those automatic like uh, urinals where you wouldn't have to touch it; it just automatically flushed as soon as you moved out of it. And it had like the little red blinking light. I was peeing there, and I think I was like ten years old, eleven years old at the time. And this guy that's standing next to me, like on the on the stall over, just goes, "You know that red light means that they're recording you." And I freaked the fuck out. The, the light behind the toilet thing? Yeah, the light behind the toilet thing. is like, that That means that they're recording you. And I was like, why are you talking to a 12-year-old while you're peeing? You're like fucking 40. I'm 12. Like, this could very easily be pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since that day, it's still like this fear where like urinals is like, like, like the person next to me can very well watch me as I pee. And I just felt super uncomfortable. But then also, like, the fact that there was, like, that red light that was there on those, like, automatic uh, urinals, it also weirded me out. I just always felt more comfortable going into the stall than actually peeing in the urinals. And ever since then, it's just, like, I, like I'm not going to say, like, if it's if it's super crowded and I really have to go, I'm not going to wait for the stall to clear up. I'll go in the urinal. But I'll always pick the, uh, the stall over yeah. the urinal. Time. I mean, sometimes I will buy a urinal still, but if you have a choice between like an empty urinal or empty stall, like, yeah. I mean, even if you don't, I mean, that seems like the normal thing to do anyways, because it's like, why would you want to necessarily whip it out right in front? If there's, yeah. if there's a huge crowd, you have all these like empty stalls, like you mean just going number one? I'm not fucking Rasputin. I don't know. I, I'm just used to it. I mean, to, you I have no shame either. Just You're Argentinian. It out. Yeah. Thanks. You guys don't feel shame. I'm proud. Socialism. No. (laughs) (laughs) Rule number one. (laughs) No, it's okay to talk about socialism. You can't talk about conservatism. That's that's a red flag. Yeah, that's that's. (laughs) In fact, like that's that's actually a very good point. We should get a soundboard. A soundboard. soundboard I think they have them online. I'm gonna look into it. They, they're free. In other words, free soundboard. Oh, oh, oh I actually wish you were talking about. Oh, oh, oh. Thing you said. Um, Dude, I, I, can, I, could, I could go on for days on shit. I can't think. I can't think of any actually. Luigi, can you I'm say not, something I'm, to? I'm not gonna. I'm one? not gonna out him like that. He he has to be the one to tell it. Wow. Is it too? What? <laughs> Dude, all of high school. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> all yeah. of high school. There's, there's. I know with you of all people. Dude, I, I actually, I no, actually I, want to talk I about do, something. But, and but I it's don't like know. The, I think the difficulty is that it, it's weird. It's like they they don't become embarrassing stories any longer. In other words, what no, you were like talking back at it, they're funny. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But that's what I mean. They become proud moments yeah. in a way. So exa- he was not Kevin when he was ta- talking about his. His diaper. He was like, "Oh, is it embarrassing? No, it's a, it's a. I'm a champion. Or, you know, I'm like I'm proud I'm of this. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would say it would probably be more embarrassing if people actually Yo, noticed yeah. that I was sagging. If you had worn, <laughs> if you had worn those blue jeans, oof, that would. Is there a ghost in here? I don't know where that came from. To be honest with you. Well, Chubbs is. <laughs> I think something might have fallen in there. There's, he's he's all nervous. Chubb, are you okay? Chubb, don't give a shit. Chubb, how are you enjoying this podcast? <laughs> Good response. Yeah. Um, 
rough. That's, rough. That's, that's, that's I'm trying to think. See, I was thinking of accomplishments. This isn't an embarrassing story. It's something really cool. Have you guys ever met a random person and spent the entire day with them? Yes, actually. You have? My buddy, like my now buddy, Russell. He is, uh, he's, he's older. He's older than us. He's like uh, 30, 35. Very well established career already. Like he, he's, he's living life. Um, we met him at the pool last summer. And it was me, John, Kelly, Sarah, uh, my friend Kirsten. Like, it was, like we had a crowd with us. And we see this guy. It was on a Sunday too. Yeah. We see this guy that's standing off to the side and he has a beer bong. And he's just taking beer bongs, and John starts taking tallies off it. All of a sudden, we notice that this guy has done ter- 10 beer bongs within the time that we got there. We were there for like two hours. Like within those two hours, he had done 10 beer bongs. So then we approached him, and we're like, hey, man, how are you like functioning right now? Because if I did 10 beer bongs, my ass would be on the floor. And he goes... I have a flight tomorrow at 8 a.m. And I was like, that doesn't answer my question. It <laughs> doesn't answer anything. It tells me what, you're, it tells doing me what you're doing tomorrow. And he goes, well, let me explain to you what I do. So I have a flight at 8 a.m. tomorrow, so I'm getting drunk right now. I'm going to stop drinking at 7 o'clock, and then I'm going to take a nap. And I'm going to sleep until like 1 o'clock. I was like, that's not a nap. That's You're going to bed. 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. It's five hours. Yeah, no, six, six. Yeah, that's six hours. that's a REM cycle and, and a half. What time was this when you were talking to him? This was like four o'clock when I was talking to him. So, but so then he gave me his routine. He goes, yeah. So I'll sleep until 1 a.m. And then what I do is I take one of those uh, one of those like hangover cure mixer things, and then I get up and I go on a three mile run. I come home from my three-mile run at, like, 1.30, and then I take a shower, and I go back to bed until I have to take my flight, until I have to leave for the airport at 6 a.m., and then I feel fine. I fly out, do what I have to do, come back, come back to the pool, get fucked up again, and I was like, are you human? Why is he flying every day? He does it so he, he's, uh, he's in sales. He does. Uh, he sells like. Uh, Gosh, sounds like security. Essentially, it's like it's like cyber security stuff. And uh, he's just like, dude. We became such good friends with them, and because of like the age gap, um, we started calling him dad. But he, like R- Russell's such a nice guy. He hosted a happy hour for us like uh, on Zoom two weeks ago. So much fun. This guy lives by himself. No, he's uh, he has his girlfriend that he lives with. Oh. They like live in a condo um, over in Clarendon. Mm. Yeah, like he, he's got his life figured out, and now he's like just living it, living and enjoying it. Whoa. To in like in his fashion, yeah. Like that lifestyle wouldn't work for me. I don't, like when I'm 35 years old, my body's not gonna be able to do that. There are times now at my age where, and when I drink now, I'm like, I'm never going to Dude. drink again. And I'll drink like two beers, and I'm like, wow, I feel terrible. Like yeah. this is too embarrassing. <laughs> so, like, how are you feeling now? Right now, I'm saying I'm feeling fine. I think. Yeah. Why? Because I'm being you're, you're like conversing. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's worse when you're just by yourself and kind of just really chilling. You'll drink like one, and you're like, you're like gonna pass out. Yeah, I love that. And then you're like, and then you like wake up the next morning, and you're like, you you feel like. 
terrible for some reason, even though you didn't really do anything that much extreme. So, so yesterday, <laughs> anyway. phase one, like the first day of phase one, everything's opening up. Like you're able to go to restaurants, sit outside. So me, Kelly, and Sarah went out to um, Courthouse Social. Yeah, well, yeah, you're, <laughs> well, you're engaged. I don't want to intrude. I don't want to. You're inviting me, not them. That's fair. That's where your plus one. It is fair. I agree. No, if you invite Matias, Matias shows up with like ten different people. It's always <laughs> can I just say one thing that you and Kevin are friends because of me. That's true. Yeah, yeah I hooked you up with so many people, baby. <laughs> so, I where was that ever wrong? I will, thing? Say, I will say the, the the like my favorite person that you ever introduced me to is Ariane. And here's Kevin's the, right here. Yeah, I'm I don't. I don't, I, don't by I don't really like him. I like BC Bama more. You can have this Ariane as a no, new guest. New host. Here's the I thing. think uh, having Ariane on the show would be Who's amazing. Arianne? Dude, Ariane, she, would, she, she does not that. hold back. Yeah, she would be great. I, be great. So I've hung out with her a couple times in the last year. And she's like, anytime I do something dumb, she calls me on my bullshit. And it's never just like a one-time thing. It's like, she'll, she'll do it. And then she like fucking jabs at it. And you're just like, uh. Wow! Right. Yeah, wow! Well, res- jobs. I res- I respect it because like you know sometimes you need to hear that when you're when you're out there being dumb doing dumb shit you need somebody to be like hey it's time to it's time to relax it's time to yeah take we, you home. we all need an authority <laughs> figure it's true <laughs> man no the reason why I brought up earlier I asked the question if you guys ever did that have you have you ever done that. Done Met someone at the beginning of the day and then spent the entire day with them. Uh, I think there probably has been when that question was first prompted. I thought it was a full day, but I remember one thing, the first thing that came to mind was a U.S. soccer game at Audi Field. I met a, a guy there just walking into the stadium and his friends. Yeah. And I just kind of hung out and latched on to them for like their mating time. And, but then since then, we have hung out. And, um, Again, yeah. Yeah, and then I text and stuff like that, so... I think that's like and the best like, way to meet people. Yeah, How? it was just it was really just talking to each other on sidewalk, basically. And yeah, I just kind of we just kind of like like oh we're going to the same place obviously, and I was yeah it's I like, was a little more familiar, so I kind of was leading them. You have like a mutual interest already, just because of the fact that you're already there. So it's easier to strike a conversation with this person now. Yeah, and then. If they like one thing that you like, they might like another thing, and so like it, it just it's just like a nice way to meet people when you're doing something that's interest that's an interest to you. Sure, and you meet someone else, and then it just kind of yeah. you just kind of roll with it. Yeah. Um. There's this one time in DC where we were at a bar, and then these uh these three people were like backpacking essentially, and they had their backpacks on. They were walking around, and then we saw them, and, and like I pointed at them, and I was like, "Hey, where are you guys from?" I thought they were going to be, like, from, like, Sweden or something. They were like, oh, we're from Texas. <laughs> I just thought of something. I just thought of something. Like backpacking, like, hiking backpacks? <laughs> no, it, like, they had their, like, they were, I think they were doing, like, a tour of, like, the East Coast. Because they, they had told us, like, we were here, we were here, we were at this state, we were at this state. And it was, like, all East Coast states. And now we're in D.C. We've been walking around all day, like, looking at the monuments. And we just, like, figured we'd stop here um, for lunch. So we met him, we talked to them, really cool people. Um, it was like a brother, sister, and the guy's uh, girlfriend. So we exchanged numbers after like like lunch was over, and we like said, 
hey, let's meet up afterwards. Like, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know where we are. Like, if we're if we're down to do anything. So I texted them, or like they texted me, and they're like, "Hey, are you guys going out anywhere? We'd like to like enjoy like nightlife in DC. We've never been here before." So I was like, "Yeah, we're going here." And then we met them. We met up with them, and we just had like a good time for the rest of the night. And it was just fun. It was like a good thing. Like we we met up, and our common thing was the fact that we were getting lunch at the time, and then lunch turned out to be a beautiful friendship. Right. See, I am um, uh, even like almost. You mentioned, I, it's almost you mentioned Swedish. Sorry, but you mentioned Swedish girls. Remember this? The the Swedish girls at McDonald's that we found. They started they started singing they started singing ABBA with these Swedish girls. Well, I knew the songs. I didn't know but, the song at the time. What is this? An Ashburn McDonald's? Yeah, it was, a, it it was Ashburn. the Ashburn McDonald's. Swedish girls were there. Famous. So, the, w- one thing happened to me last year that I, I will never forget and I'm forever grateful. It happened in Rome, and I was at this church, right? Beautiful church. And then all of a sudden, this old lady comes up to me, and we start talking. What? Nothing. Kevin just asked. Oh. She starts. She starts asking me a question. Continue. Continue. She starts asking me a question uh, about. Keep going. What? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Just keep going. Me? Yes. She asked me a question. About um. She asked me. Oh, so I was there praying, right? I was there praying right in front, in, right in front of the tabernacle. Talking to God, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get yelled at by one of the security guards, which is funny. You're in Rome, right? Why the <laughs> fuck would you get yelled at? <laughs> she's like, one in Rome. she's like, you can't pray here. I say, what are you talking <laughs> about? Where, where else would I pray? <laughs> and you're taking care of the church. I was like, what's going on here? So, anyways, I can't remember why it was. I think it might have been that they closed that section off. Mm-hmm. And so she told me, get out. And I told her, I'm just praying. Oh, I remember. I was on my phone writing. And she thought that I was on my phone doing something stupid. Makes sense. No. So it's, Italians haven't yet caught up with the idea that you can be in a church and be on your phone. At the no, Italians don't have technology. No, I mean, so. but it's like, no, they do have technology. Okay. <laughs> they're all just like, the Italian. They're all just the, Italian. The, the majority of the population, there's like 50 plus, don't really know how to work a phone. I mean, Italy, <laughs> so she, Italy is a very old So this, So this lady, she sees that interaction happening with the security guard. Now, I don't know that this lady exists yet. About five minutes pass by, and she comes up to me, and she says... Hey, I'm very sorry, but what was that lady talking to you about? And I noticed her in accent. English or in-, in English, in English, yeah. Um, it was funny, right? In the, yeah, it was in English. <laughs> I said, oh, she was just... Uh, actually, she spoke in French. And I said, I no. responded in Italian, and then she started speaking in English. She asked me that. And I told her, no, no, she wasn't yelling at me. She just thought that I was on my phone. Um, but I was just writing on my phone. She says... And she said, <laughs> oh, man, I just can't stand. Some people come to pray at the church, and then they just get yelled at. I'm not surprised. And so we started talking, and she asked me, oh, do you know this church well? I said, no, I don't, but we can go over there to look at some artwork. So we did. Once we leave, we get out of there. We keep on talking the entire time. And I asked her, have you ever seen Santa Maria de la Vitoria? which is a church about five 
uh, half a kilometer away. She says, no, I haven't. That's where the Bernini statue is. <laughs> and so then we walk there, and then she asks me, do you want to go elsewhere? I'm having a lot of fun. Basically, short story, I spent the entire day with a 47-year-old Swedish woman. I thought this was about in to turn Rome. into like a Bukaki casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that was your intention, the way you phrased that. Do you want to go somewhere else? Yeah, like when you said that, I was like, whoa. No, no, no. Did you use your cash couch? Not even trying to have a dirty. No, no, no. It was great. We went to a museum. We spent the time in the museum. Then she asked me, I'm having such a great time with you. I'm going to buy you lunch. And we went to this five-star restaurant overlooking Rome. Is and she, she bought me lunch. She no, she was Swedish. Oh, it's Swedish. Yeah, she was staying at a hotel there because she was the right-hand woman for a CEO. And she was just walking through Rome and chanced upon me. <laughs> That's so funny. And then get this. So then we get ice cream after the lunch. We keep on walking. And when she gets to we had to exchange the numbers. The cocky casting couch once, is still a possibility in story. Once, yes, it is. In fact, I was... I was not sure where it was going to end. But anyways, we parted and she texts me as soon as she gets to her hotel room uh-huh. and she tells me, I, I had such a wonderful day with you. As soon as I entered into my hotel room, I started sobbing, weeping mercilessly because I was touched. My heart was touched by a young, handsome man who I didn't know was possible to meet. And I was like, this is incredible. Rome has <laughs> such a power. <laughs> when in Rome. When in Rome. When in Rome. Yeah, so it's like, it's funny. Now that I'm telling you about it, now I feel embarrassed. But nah, you know, I don't. That's, but that's no. actually like a great story. No, it was great. I yeah. love it. Embarrassed because... It's kind of a sick brag. Yeah. <laughs> no, embarrassed because... You guys want like, to hear my cruise story? Cruise story? Nah, Have you ever heard of that woman who was abducted on a cruise ship and sold to sex slavery in the Curacao off the coast of Venezuela? I don't pay attention to the news that much. You're not you're not following the sex slavery Twitter? There's a Twitter for it? Sorry, we're not SNL, so we can't do satire. I apologize. That was a bad comment. <laughs> <laughs> we're anti, uh, yeah, we're anti-satire. Sorry about I mean, that. The way that the internet, the, way that the internet shaped now, it's like that's not like an unrealistic thing. Like no, if it's you, not. If you told me like you I, can order hits on people on the dark geez. web. Oh yeah, 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 I knew that. Oh, <laughs> I bet many, you did. How many hits have you ordered on the dark web? Oh man, uh, dark web. Four. You're up to four. Yeah, how many is? That's what that sound was. Was a failed hit. <laughs> it was a failed hit. Yeah. It was. It's been looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back tomorrow. Don't worry. All right, boys. Well, this has been fun. It turned out to be a lot better than I anticipated. I agree. Um, I think there's uh, there's potential, but I kind of want to get feedback from anybody who listens to like, what are some things that you'd like to listen to? What are some things that like you didn't really find too interesting about this? This is. This is essentially like a trial run. We're trying to figure out essentially the direction we want to go. I think like I like the fact that we just kind of started talking, just bouncing off each other. But I think um, having some sort of like structure mm-hmm. would make things a lot better. Like if we if we just want to do like certain talk about certain things because like 
throughout the entire time, I was like, oh, I, I, like we could talk about this, we could talk about that. But I like the way that things just kind of flowed. Like we picked something, we talked about it, and transitioned into something else. And but I, I kind of want to cater to like people that listen to this. Like, what are some things they want to listen to? Some things they don't want to hear again, just to like make it more enjoyable for people that are listening. I don't know if you guys have anything else to add to that. Yeah, I had I had a lot of fun. I think that uh, I don't I don't know. I think Kevin's pee story. Kevin's pee story is the just, highlight of this thing. Yeah, it was, just, <laughs> it was just so classic, so so original, and I that we need more of that. We need yeah. that original. Um, it shows how each of us has a capability to devise something incredibly intelligent I think, and do it you know i think i like like the demographic that we have like you have kevin who's just like white no all right <laughs> all right if you want to if we I'm elephant in the room let's talk about the elephant in the room dude, this guy has more uh, soccer jerseys in his closet dude, than I, randy no, rojas i swear i have right never now. seen kevin wear anything but a soccer jersey i don't know the last time i just saw you wear a plain t-shirt or a button-up i remember I, I don't. November of 2013. Shut the fuck up. Who was that? <laughs> Is that his actual date or are you just... No. I think he's just saying bullshit <laughs> No, but it was in the early 2000s. November 2013. I would have been in college. You would not have seen me in November 2013. <laughs> You're right. That's Unless true. I just sent you a random picture of myself. Which, You're right. I think, I, it was, think I think it was 2011. <laughs> November 2011. Okay, that would have been junior. No, junior year. Yeah, or it could have been, no, it could have been senior year going into, yeah, senior year. So maybe that's, that's possible. I was no, saying, I was saying, like, we have somebody that's, like, kind of... Because you, you've never been, like, a partier in, in high school or, like, in life in general. I think it's, like, after the fact, after, like, high school, after college, that you kind of started doing a lot more. Gamer. You, you were a gamer. I was a gamer. You were a gamer. We, we were all gamers. We were all gamers. gamers. I, I've, I, I have recently been playing a little bit more during this, obviously, uh, scenario situation we're yeah. in right now. It's kind of calls for it. it's kind of inevitable, but I have I have weaned off the gaming. There was a, there was times where I I, I go gone, I go I've through gone months. I go through intervals. Yeah, I've gone months without yeah. playing any video games at all, just because I was so busy with other things. Yeah, like, it's not because I didn't want to, or it's just like yeah. But like back to what we're back to what I was saying. I think like we have like different things. Like you have like that perspective. Like you were kind of. You were a gamer, didn't really do much, and now you're kind of starting to like. Whoa, 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 whoa. Eh, shut Make the fuck up. Sound like you're like a loser. <laughs> you are a loser. No, <laughs> he's not a loser. <laughs> no, there's but, truth to what he said. Yes, but, then, like, but then, like Matias is also somebody who wasn't. He was a very social person, but he wasn't like a partier either. He was somebody that like liked to be social, interact with people, have a good time. He was like always a DD in most occasions. <laughs> And I had fun doing yeah, it. Yeah, you had fun doing it. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, in your perspective in life, it's more of a philosophical... Saving people. I like to serve. <laughs> simp. No! Simp. DD! <laughs> I got people home. No, no, no. I'm just messing with I think with we you. can have a whole podcast and then, just talking about simp. <laughs> simping. And then you have me, who's just, like, a complete degenerate, never really had any sort of, like... Matias, help me out here. What's the word I'm thinking about? Uh... Ambition? No, not ambition. Eh, talent? <laughs> now I'm just trying to sound ridiculous. It's deprecation at the end. No, no I would say no, not... I was kind of a loose cannon. Boundless. Yeah, I, like, I just like... My parents kind of let me do what I wanted until I started like fucking up. And then they started like hammer down on me. So like we all have different perspectives in life. And I think 
it makes... No, you have talent. I take that back. It, I it was just a joke. I know you're joking. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't take it to heart. I know, I know, but the but the, the readers. I'm sorry, <laughs> the viewers. I'm just Yeah, I think I think like, listeners, like this, this demographic like, we have like different perspectives on like certain things. Like yeah. for me, like shit in my pants was super embarrassing. Like for Kevin, Kevin willingly pissed his pants like diapers. I don't. I don't. I said that as an embarrassing thing, but I really don't have any shame. Nah, I've told I, you're not that. the first people I've own told that. about that, and I've told. I mean, I think I even told like my parents. My mom, <laughs> like, I had, <laughs> like a lot of the, you know these some of these more intimate stories you wouldn't tell your parents or something. But <laughs> no, I, I agree with you, Luigi. I think we all bring something different. Yeah. As uh, we could say, diverse. Diverse. <laughs> Different parts of the world. You're more than just race. I'm from Peru. Kevin's from... I don't even know anymore. I thought... Born and rested. Well, we have to bring... You know who I just thought who would be fun to have on here? Would be your twin. Uh, Christian. Oh, Christian. Christian is still uh, over in Europe. Christian is still over in Europe. He... Uh, is he still on Facebook? He called me. He called me today and asked me... He, he called me today and he was like, Hey, how is Samantha? <laughs> <laughs> That was incredible. Oh man, that was. I went through links. <laughs> I went through links to make that stick. The fake twin. <laughs> the prestige. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Do you not know about that, Kevin? No, no, I do. I think we. I, well, I feel like I may not be as well versed or maybe forgotten things, <laughs> but I, I do remember the Christian. Lopez. I think mean, he's a Lopez as well. I, I think that's a good idea for uh, a future to get it. Yeah. Get, get, go more into depth into the origin story. Well, I know. And, and, and the background of your this this twin. Well, now that a lot of tra- a lot of the travel bans are being lifted. Taking forever to conclude. <laughs> a lot of the travel bans are being lifted, so he'll he'll be here uh, this summer at yeah, some point. Yeah, good, good. Because they canceled the league in France. I hope he's okay. Yeah, Look, yeah. we love Christian. He's great. He's a wonderful guy. I'm not talking politics. All right. I am politics. All right. So let's wrap this up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for putting up with about an hour and a half of just fucking nonsense. Um, <laughs> if, you made, nonsense. if you made it this far, I'll probably set up a Twitter account here tonight in a little bit. <laughs> it's and on then, you. And, and just, just give us some feedback. Give us some things that you'd like to listen to, things that you want to, you don't want to hear again. If you want to hear more of... Kevin's ingenuity, maybe this next time he has a story about where he shit on the diaper and just walked around with poop in his pants. Yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> think that's great. We really need that. <laughs> All right, anything else to add, anybody? No, 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 no. All right, thank you so much for ciao, listening. Ciao, ciao, Enjoy ciao. the rest of your evenings. Take care.